today's marketers are less effective. We have all of these channels that have popped up over the last 10 years, 10 years of social media's evolution, 10 years of online publications, from offline publications to online, it has happened essentially overnight. And marketers are still trying to figure out how to handle the sheer volume of channels that we now have. Before, you could set up a newspaper ad and that would get you business because all of the community would receive the newspaper and they would they would jump on, check it out, and they would head to the store and buy whatever products are on sale now. I don't even get newspapers in the mail. I don't get newspapers on the doorstep. I don't get any of that. So where do people hear about their news? Well, they hear about it online. And the problem with that is marketers are trying to get these eyeballs, but they are so fragmented that the eyeballs are on a number of different places. So the marketer now has to study 10 times, 15 times, 20 times what the previous marketer had to study. You see, the previous marketer could master the newspaper, master the advertising, master the copy in the newspaper. Now, today's marketers have to master video, imagery, text. They have to master platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, figuring out where the audience is because the audience, the audience moves. Before you know it, you have Google Plus closing down just, just after they opened up. And there is a place where people were getting eyeballs. I think Daniel Radcliffe used to be on Google Plus all the time. That's where his audience was. So you have, you have these shifts, and they're constantly changing. So in order to capitalize on who it is you're trying to go after, you essentially need to be mastering all of this, not to mention online ads, which is essentially the newspaper 2.0. So you can target a very specific group of people with online ads. You can get super specific, more so than what the newspaper was before. So there are all of these benefits. I would say that the evolution of marketing is 100% positive because you now, you now have ways of targeting that you never had before. And I think that's really important because the newspaper before, it was good for small businesses, but what if you want to sell internationally? Well, 
an international business was much more of a challenge back then because how could you advertise in a different country? Well, you'd have to do newspapers in a different country, but I mean, is just very difficult to keep track of and it, you couldn't really own it from one central area, at least with today's marketing. You can kind of own it in a central space, even if it's all over the world. The issue is that we are not training the marketers to understand all of these different platforms. They go to school and they learn the theories, they learn different practices, it might do one or two hands-on projects by the end of it. I know in my four-year marketing degree, I did maybe two projects where I left the school and actually got to work with a business. Two. Two in four years. And they were very small projects. It'd be three months and you're done. So the problem with that is we are teaching the theory, but we're not actually teaching the practice. We're not teaching the practice of managing multiple platforms, and we're not really teaching the practice of success and ROI with your marketing investment. Is it good that we're on Twitter? Is it good that we're on Instagram? Why, why are we on these platforms? Is it necessary? Should we be on social media? I mean, these are the questions we need to be asking ourselves. And if we're on social media, does it affect my marketer's ability? Say you've got a team of marketers. If they're busy on social media, is it an effective use of time and energy? I've worked with businesses that have said, nope, it's not worth the time and energy. And you know what? They could be right because it can get addictive, and can the marketer focus in on the objectives? I mean, if you're going to have a marketer who's on social media, and this is the thing, you're going to grow your Instagram account to 20,000 followers, what does that translate in terms of value? A lot of people can't explain or quantify social media and the activity on there or they can't really quantify uh, email marketing email marketing is easier to quantify because you can set up revenue per email you can track if somebody buys something from your site you can track it back to the email so you can get pretty effective with email but how many companies get a marketer to come in and they want that marketer to do email, social media, paid ads, and we're going to do some branding, and we're going to do some contests, or, and we're going to get you to do everything. What happens is, is that marketer is okay at a bunch of these different things. They get a base level knowledge on all these things, but they are not advanced to the point where they can't make one particular area extremely successful. That's a problem. That's a problem because we, we are trying to capitalize on all of these different 
platforms. They're trying to get eyeballs on all these different platforms without really thinking about a core audience. Uh, you know, I struggle with it too. I like to kind of dance all over the place as well. I'm guilty of it because as a, as somebody who's really fascinated with marketing, I, I love the the multiple dimensions, but I know deep down it's actually sacrificing my ability to market effectively. For instance, I'm putting this video out here. Well, after I put the video out, I'm going to be posting it on Reddit and maybe different other platforms without just focusing on the content. So instead of just being a content marketer, I'm being a social media broadcaster, I'm being a podcaster. It's like a number of different dimensions. And how often do you look at LinkedIn and you notice people that have five or six different titles to their name and you wonder how good are they at any of those? Like how are how are they at any of those particular subjects? Chances are they have been pulled in so many different directions that they're not actually good at any of them. And I really like the idea of mastery where you figure out what you like and you get really good at it. So good to the point where you reach like the top one to 5% in the world. A lot of people are not doing that today. Instead, they're managing a bunch of different platforms. And it's affecting the marketing. I mean, you can tell when somebody puts an ad out there and you're thinking, oh, it doesn't really grab me. It doesn't grab me. You see full-service agencies that are managing companies, and they have a bunch of different marketers. And if the agency is doing a good job, they'll have a marketer very specific. Like, this is our content marketer. This is our guy. He's the one that does all the content for you. Here's our paid ads marketer. They handle all of that. Anything related to paid ads, this is the guy. They know everything about that. Email marketing, got a woman over here. She knows everything about that. She does not know anything about paid ads. She doesn't know anything about paid ads. And that's good. That's actually good. So when you think of it that way, you sort of reframe how you maybe want to structure the roles. If you've got a team of marketers, they maybe shouldn't know everything. They should be a master of one thing. And that's your person. Because then their learning goes up much quicker. You get really unfocused when you start having a number of different pieces that you have to continually learn about. I gotta learn about this. I gotta learn about that. I gotta learn about this. I gotta learn about that. You're constantly learning all the different platforms without going deep on one it's concerning because if you're not f focused on one that you really like you miss out on an opportunity to get really good at something and this is why marketers are less effective today i've seen newspaper ads from back in the day and i have to say 
a lot of them are much more brilliant than any of the marketing material that comes out today. A good portion of them are just simply of better quality. It's kind of like the old films. A lot of the old films are actually of really good quality in terms of the content compared to today's content. And this is what happens when you have something like Netflix to dilute the value of content, to dilute the energy and the work that you put into content. So then you have all of this content going up on Netflix and a lot of it's just fragmented and terribly put together. And uh, the reason why is because the barrier to marketing is easier, the barrier to production is easier to get into. So now becomes less effective because it's less difficult less difficult to put a post up on social media instead of putting an ad together on a newspaper that requires a lot of planning a lot of writing a lot of work with the art department is a lot that goes in behind the scenes today you put an ad together in within an hour and throw it up there before it was like you can spend weeks or even months on an ad in a newspaper. Today's ads have like little to no value and they seem chunky and inauthentic and they don't really tell a story. So, marketers are less effective because there is so much more out there. How do you figure it out? Well, you need to create one title for yourself. One foundational title. You wake up and you're like, I am the Instagram guru. This is me. I'm the Instagram guru. and I master Instagram for pet owners. Wow, okay, you've mastered that, this is awesome. Do you know everything about Instagram? You should know everything about Instagram. You should be living and breathing Instagram. <coughs> Excuse me. You need to master Instagram. Don't even be on Pinterest. Delete your Pinterest account. Delete your Facebook account. Delete your LinkedIn account. Delete all of it. Just become master Instagrammer. Here's the reason why people aren't masters per se. They're few and far between. Because Instagram is so new. And nobody knows if it's going to be around in five years so nobody wants to dive in you see a violin is a physical object i know the violin will be here in 30 years 40 years 50 years i know that if i practice the violin i can get really amazing at it and it'll still be around so i know what i'm investing in any any sort of thing that's physical you know that you can invest in it without losing because there's this feeling that you might lose out if you only master Instagram. 
That's why marketers are uncertain. It's like, do I master that? Or do I just stay as a generalist? Sort of dabble in a bunch of different things. It's a little scary. It's a little scary, I would say, because uh, I think being really good at one thing is a dying thing, but I, I think it's so important. So what do you master? I always thought that email marketing might stay around for a very long time. and It has stayed around. I guess you could say it's been... 20, 30 years of email marketing ever since you were able to send an email, that would be considered email marketing. I can see that staying around for a while. I'm not sure if email will get replaced. I just don't see it getting replaced. I'm still using email. Here's the thing, though. I'm finding that I don't want to receive emails. If I receive an email, I'm actually quite annoyed by that. Even if it's like free ice cream on my birthday, I'm still annoyed by an email because I have to deal with it. So that's why I'm not sure if that's even going to stay around. So what you have is marketers... They're on one platform, and they're on to the next, and then the next, and the next, and the next. Without ever really mastering one thing. I'm not sure if any of this is going to be helpful because I'm literally just being completely unfocused here and talking about a bunch of different things. Well, maybe that is an underlying theme across a bunch of marketers is that none of us really know what we're doing, but we try to pretend that we do because not to a fault of our own, but there's too many different platforms to master. So we feel obligated to just understand a bunch of them at a very surface type level. And unfortunately, we can't say to a client, hey, just so you know, uh, Facebook ads is completely changed. So whatever we did last week, we're now changing it. And we're doing something different this week because we found out that this is what's more important. In order to be able to say something like that, where you, you can actually be on top of something like Facebook ads, you have to decide, I'm going to be a master Facebook ads person. A lot of anxiety comes up, though, when you know that you have to choose something, but you're not certain that that's the right path to take. So then you're, you're thinking... I'm going to take a step back and do everything. Yeah. And then we have a bunch of marketers out there who are suggesting that you go on every platform that's available and you just throw content up there for every single platform that's out there. 
you personally, you personally create content and put it all up there like you have nothing else to do. So you're putting up a bunch of content on 20 different platforms. You have no audience. You're going to put content up on like all these different social media platforms. You don't have an audience on anything. And you're literally shooting content out into a forest where nobody's going to hear. Uh, you're shooting off fireworks, but there's no one around. What if you just got really good at that one, your, your violin? What if you got really good at your violin? You, you got so good that it just, it, it, it radiates. It's like waves. It's like sun waves. It just, it shoots for miles and miles and miles to the point where you are amazing. You get something, you get really good at, doing that one thing then maybe you don't have to dilute yourself with 20 different platforms you have 24 hours in a day and if you decide i'm going to post the same content or repurpose the content or whatever tweak the content so it so that i can replicate it across a bunch of different platforms is that the best use of your time or should you actually be creating creating the one the one thing that will stand the test of time i just feel like you have to create that one thing that it just ooh it resonates and then maybe maybe you decide as you're growing that you want to branch off. So you get a marketer, and maybe they are amazing at Instagram. You get them on there. Although I've gone on to job postings, I cannot find, I can't find an Instagram expert. Like I, it's so difficult to find like a real Instagram expert without them clearly showing that they don't have any following at all or it's a fake following so it social media is is such a gray area for me and maybe it's just because i'm a 30 year old who's actually secretly a 65 year old i don't know maybe it's just in me but i don't really get i don't really get social media i still don't get it you spend hours having conversations with people at a very surface level, and it might translate to literally nothing for you. Uh, and it kind of it, it eats away at you. I mean, and the amount of the amount of noise that gets thrown up on social media makes it very challenging for you to be effective so do I have any advice for for marketers here or pretty much anyone who's trying to market themselves like maybe they're 
creating some artwork and you're thinking, where do I throw this thing up here? Actually, I was making artwork a couple days ago and I found out that there's like 20 or 30 different platforms where I could throw my artwork up and promote it. That's not even that's not even mentioning social media. We're just talking about platforms to put your artwork up there. I'm thinking, where are the eyeballs for artwork? Like, you got people on that platform and that platform. An art buyer is not on 20 different platforms. They're, they're not busy messing around on 20 different platforms. And I find that I found that all of the platforms were the same. They were all the same. They all probably had the same audience. So wow, I don't really know what to say about this. I mean, I have to say that it's sort of like consumerism and that consumerism is a problem because it stresses people out well, maybe all of these different marketing channels are stressing people out as well and it's affecting marketers it's affecting promoters so do we consider a cleanse for marketing do we consider minimalism for marketing that's that's an interesting thought that's an interesting thought Maybe we look at marketing and we say, hey, what truly matters in this marketing realm? Okay, let's just focus in on that. I did a cleanse of social media, and I have to say that my production of content was much more effective. See, do I think email marketing is better than content marketing? Or is content marketing better than social media marketing? Or is online ads, is that the way to go? And I think to myself, what is it that somebody truly wants to consume? Does somebody really want to consume an advertisement? Is that advertisement actually benefiting the individual? Is it benefiting anyone? And I can't honestly say that an online ad is going to benefit somebody. Perhaps when you click the ad and it leads you into something, some sort of free gift that benefits the consumer, that might have some value, possibly. But that gift has to be so necessary to the individual. Maybe how to grow your business guide. We've got so much of that out there already. Do we need another how to grow your business guide? Probably not. So if I look at it, if I really drill into it, I can't see online ads being useful. Like I would cut that out. Yeah, I know you can spend a ton of money and scale it up, right? But I can't say I like having an ad show up for me. I think today 
email marketing. I, I, I don't even like email marketing per se, even though it has the best revenue generation out of any other platform. I can't say I like the idea of receiving emails. And I think a lot of people probably get angry with it too. If I drill into it, I've been contemplating this idea and formulating something that 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 isn't too pushy, that isn't too in your face. And I think I've kind of come up with an idea, and it's it's like it's like helpful marketing. I think that's what I would call it, helpful marketing, and. It's essentially a component of content marketing where you are you're creating the stuff that matters, that helps you, and then as a result helps others. So it first helps you, okay? So that means it it shouldn't. It shouldn't have the intention of making you money per se. It should have the intention of it should have the intention of helping your life in a way. Somehow helping your life, your situation. And money isn't really an answer per se. Money is a byproduct of doing something that's meaningful. So so this helps you, and as a result it helps an audience somehow. And this is what we're seeing with the forms of creating videos, creating podcasts, like long-form content. I see that as a new age form of marketing where you're, you're having discussions, you're talking about real issues, and I think that's maybe, that's what maybe is helpful to people. So maybe that's a good form of like helpful marketing. And if people just mastered content, then maybe we'd all be better off. Content that is is useful, that, that somebody would want to see in their feed. That's always the challenge, right? Is a, is a discount code going to be helpful to somebody? Is it just going to help them consume more garbage? I, that's the thing. Or is it better to focus on the content? Focus on this helpful approach. Not, not some sort of monetary capitalist gain, but more like a helpful content. Just helpful content. It's freely available. Maybe that's the best approach. Marketing is such a... It's such a... It's such a clown show. And it all just really intrigues me. It just it intrigues me because... Because it's like, as marketers, we're all going to have ADD by the end of this. 
we're not going to be able to focus. I already have enough difficulty focusing, but now I have all these platforms I need to keep on top of. You know, maybe the idea is just to get marketers to think in terms of being helpful instead of salesy. Food for thought. Maybe that would be more effective than throwing up some garbage. I'm still sort of playing around with this idea, but it's fun to sort of think out loud, stream of consciousness, I guess. But some ideas, if anyone's watching or listening, this could be helpful. Anyway, I'll wrap this up. Hopefully this sort of sparks something. Maybe it's uh, inspiration for other marketers to cut down on the activities they're doing and master one or two things. Ideally, one. Maybe. And then maybe talking with the boss and saying, hey, look, there's a lot of different things we're trying out here, but what if we get really amazing at this? Just master this. Imagine how quickly we can grow. That conversation is not a bad thing. When you say, hey, I want to cut down on the amount of different platforms I'm on and just focus on this one. And just get really helpful on here. Nothing wrong with that. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Enough rambling. Hopefully this helps. And uh, we want to get people out of this ineffective approach. We want better quality marketing. We want better conversations. Because that is where people can enhance their lives. I think a marketer should try to enhance someone's life, not add clutter to it. So we sort of think that way, then we might be on to something. Okay, until next time. Thank you for tuning in, by the way. I appreciate you. Until next time, toodles.